0: just want to dedicate this episode to my loving husband. Thank you so much for being there for me as I continue to heal. Thank you for being honest with me. I hope you're listening. I love you. Hey, how's it going? This is Simone Aaron coming to you live on Wednesday, June 24th, 2020. So I made my introductory episode last night just so you guys can kind of get to know me, but um, I was way too excited to wait a whole other week to start with my first episode. So here we go. Um, I don't really have a script. I might stumble over my words, But um, I'm just, I want you to get the raw experience here in my heart. And, you know, I want to get your feedback. So a little bit of a background about today's topic. I really just want to talk about um, respect and bodily autonomy, um, specifically for children. And the reason why that's so important to me is because if I was taught that at such a young age, I I wouldn't have been taking such risky or what's the how how would you word that I want to be taking such risks when I was younger and you know just recently within about I want to say the last year and a half I I've learned how to take my power back and learn the power of bodily autonomy and why it's so important to teach kids how to do that um, so, you know, if, if anybody's listening and if there's anything that I say in this podcast today that might come across as offensive, I mean it from the bottom of my heart that I don't intend to hurt anybody's feelings or offend anybody. Um, these are just my thoughts. And if you don't agree with me, I completely respect that. Uh, we're all entitled to our opinions. And I just want to have a good civil talk and, you know, get, get the story out there. So, um, for starters, I kind of want to give a background. Unfortunately, as a child, I was molested for years by a family member, and um, it definitely uh, reflects into my life today, and it really sucks. I don't even, I, I don't even know where to begin with that story, but I will say that um, I was never really taught bodily autonomy as a kid. And I think a lot of that just has to do with um, culture. There's a lot of cultures where, you know, it's it's respectful, you know, to, you know, hug your elders or or kiss each other on the cheek, which is fine. But at the same token, it, it should be a red flag if your kid doesn't want to be around a certain somebody or you know, just shuts off and doesn't want to touch anybody, um, you know, and then, you know, if there are underlying medical issues with that, you know, I, I, I'm not an expert, but I know that, you know, some, some individuals who are on the spectrum just don't like to be touched at all. Um, so I guess it's all, um, case by case, I guess. But for me, I just never, I never learned bodily autonomy. I had to if a family member wanted to hug or kiss me, I had to give in to that. And um, it was a huge problem for me because, you know, as a kid, you learn that and then it's ingrained into your thought process as an adult. You know, you don't really learn the value of bodily autonomy and you don't really learn that no doesn't have, the word no doesn't have to be a negative thing. You know, I'm starting to learn that the word no has become my favorite word in all languages in the world. And I already speak four of them. So, um, it's just, I, my biggest thing is, you know, I don't want to be the parent police. Um I'm not yet a parent, but I have seen lots of moms and dads, you know, get frustrated when the world tells them how to parent their kids and that's not what I'm here for what I'm here though for is to raise awareness that you know teaching your kids bodily autonomy is a good thing if you know your kid doesn't want to hug somebody it's not disrespectful um to them you know if they want their bubble to be preserved let them preserve their bubble you know um something I've been trying to practice is, you know, um, is kind of, well, I guess the last time I, I even talked to anybody under the age of seven, I guess was several months ago. I, I met, um, I met an old, uh, acquaintances child and, you know, I, I, they were told to give me a hug and I looked at their child and I was like, it, only if you want to, you know, because I, I don't want to put anybody in that position, you know, like personally, I'm a hugger in, in most, in most situations, I'm a hugger, but, you know, even, you know, not even with just kids, but if the other person's comfortable hugging me, I will say, hey, only if you're into it, you know, or only if you want to. Because, you know, I'm all about preserving somebody's bubble. You don't know what kind of background they have. And for me, um, that was my biggest thing is nobody asked permission, especially as a kid. And you shouldn't even have to ask permission to touch a kid. Just don't fucking touch kids, you know. Um, But, you know, growing up, it was you have to accept hugs or kisses from this person. And it's like, don't touch me, you know, for years. You know, I had to face the person who molested me because they're family and, you know, every holiday or every get together, they hugged me and it just made my skin crawl. Like, just don't touch me. So, um, that's my biggest thing is, you know, just teach your kids bodily autonomy. Teach them that the word no is okay and teach them that, you know, teach them that you can respect that decision. You know, it, it, you know, I know it's a cultural thing and, you know, sometimes parents might be embarrassed, like, oh, I'm sorry, my kid might be so rude. But I mean, you also got to understand, like, if I didn't tell um, other people in my family that I was molested until last year, actually, nobody knew. And I feel like a lot of that does have to do with the respect factor. But that's a whole other podcast as to why. (laughs) Um, But I just really want to get my heart out there and you know stress how important it is um that kids also have bodily autonomy because you know at the end of the day our bodies are ours and you know I understand that in the medical world like kids have certain rights you know and parents you know with the HIPAA violations and everything I totally get that but I mean at the end of the day like your kid belongs to your kid you know at the end of the day what they say happens to their body and I'm not talking medically I'm just talking like if a family member wants to give them a hug and they say no that that boundary should be respected Um, because you don't want to do damage you know as a parent I've noticed is that all you want to do is have the best for your kids and especially if you come from a really shitty background you know you want better for your kids or at least you know most parents walk into that I again whole other podcast but you know for me if I ever have the you know opportunity to become a parent a human parent I call myself a pet parent but you know if I ever have the opportunity to become a human parent you know mine and my husband's goal is always to teach our kids bodily autonomy if they don't want to hug their grandmother that should be okay you know, if they don't want to hug a friend from school, that should be okay. Because at the end of the day, you know, you want to teach your kids that no doesn't have to be a negative word. You know, so and there are, there are a couple more examples. You know, for example, uh, my husband came back from deployment in 2018 at the beginning of 2018. And then we went on post-deployment leave and visited family. And that's when I started to uncover all these traumas of, of the family member who molested me. And, you know, unfortunately, um, he was invited to a family gathering and, you know, I tried to just be okay with that, but I was like, I'm not gonna hug this person. I don't like I don't wanna associate myself with this person, like I'm just trying to heal. And so when we got to the family gathering, you know, I hugged my aunts and my godmother and and one family member um, who's closely affiliated with the person who molested me. Uh, one family member was like, don't I get my hug? And I was like, no. And the host of the family event got mad at me. And, you know, the, the little six-year-old in me reverted back and I was like, fine, I'll just hug this person. But now it's like, you know, we're, I don't know what, it's 2020, we're two years later, and, you know, if I don't want to fucking touch you, I'm gonna say no, and if it hurts your feelings, then I'm not responsible for how you feel. I'm responsible for, you know, my preservation of my heart, and um, I wish I had learned that value at a much younger age, Um, because, you know, I'll call him my perpetrator, the the one who molested me. My perpetrator. I feel like definitely solidified that idea that um, you can't say no to people, and that's that's just on top of you know already with how I grew up with my parents, my birth parents, um, specifically my birth mother and her her ex husband. Um, I didn't really know much about my birth dad, but that's a whole other thing. Um, you know, is in that culture, you just want to give respect. And I don't even think it's specifically a cultural thing. I think that's just something that, you know, is, is in, in every single culture, whether it be, you know, overseas here in the States, wherever you come from. Um, but I think that that, could be damaging is not teaching your kids bodily autonomy and um having been molested it it definitely solidified that I'm not allowed to say no and you know I stayed silent about it for a long time because you know even when I did try to speak up about being molested I was a teenager I was I was blamed I was victim blamed and it was just like wow you know like I guess it's a good thing I didn't say no, you know, that was my mindset at the time, and that's just totally backwards, and as I continue to heal from this trauma, you know, I'm learning that, you know, the greatest power that an individual could have is their bodily autonomy and and understanding themselves and having their own hearts and um, preserving that, you know, and um, I believe in teaching that quality young you know because you know I just my biggest thing is not having that autonomy did so much damage for me and as I continue to grow up you know and and it's not just for like physical touch like I just didn't know how to say no Um, and I didn't know how to be my own person and granted. Um, A lot of that had to do with the household I grew up in. But, you know, it is what it is. And I'm just glad that, though unfortunate the events that I faced, I'm glad that I did go through them so that I could become the woman that I am right now. To come to you, my listener, and, you know, share a piece of my heart with you. So um, if you're a parent and you've taken offense to any of this, I promise you I'm not trying to offend you or be the parent police. I'm sure that whatever you're doing as a parent is right for your kid. You know, I'm, I have full confidence until proven otherwise, obviously, but I have full confidence that if there are any parents listening, that you are doing what's right for your kid. And I would at least hope that you are um, because I was certainly let down. You know, it took me fifteen years to, you know, gain parents um that actually respected me, loved me, and you know, taught me a lot of these boundaries. So, um, mom, dad, if you're listening, thank you for, you know, being a part of my life and waiting for you for fifteen years was well worth it. Uh that might sound a little awkward, but you know, that's that's just how I feel. So remember to, you know, say the word no and not tie it into such a negative light anymore because a lot of people do and remember that your body is yours and that your power is yours and if you're a survivor of child sexual abuse like me it does get better and deeply I'm so sorry that you were affected by this and if you were like me where you were victim blamed, or nobody believed you, well, I'm sorry that that happened, too. Um, It really sucked for me, especially when I tried to be vulnerable and and share, still as a kid, that, you know, this family member did such a thing to me, but um, it does get better, and your heart does heal, Um, you know, and... The healing process isn't going to be easy. It's going to suck, but continue to love yourself. Look at yourself in that light, and know that your body is yours. It's ultimately yours. And you know, teach your kids that quality. Teach your friends that quality, um, and continue to to reiterate that to yourself. You know, my body is mine. Because um, nobody else you know as cliche as it sounds like it's very true nobody else knows you better than yourself and um so take take that lesson run with it you know and just continue to heal you know continue to heal cuz you're not alone you know i'm here and i you know i don't know what any of your support systems look like for some of my listeners but you know just know you have another person you know that's got your back and that will listen and that will advocate for you so thank you for listening to my podcast today thank you for letting me share a piece of my heart and um again if i've offended anybody that's really not my my intention this i'm no professional you know i'm no medical professional on mental health or anything i just share my experiences my opinions and my thoughts so thank you for allowing me to have a platform to do that And I look forward to the next topic next week. If you have any suggestions on what you want me to talk about, or if you want me to discuss anything in particular, you know, get deeper into it or get more specific, let me know and I'll try to tailor my podcast to that experience. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. We're halfway through. It's Wednesday. Um, So yeah, Uh, thank you for listening in. Hey, thanks for coming in and listening to my podcast today what would you want to hear next I always like sharing my story but I also want to tailor to my listener thank you for supporting me and it means so much I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day bye